we're going to mix things up a little bit uh, and get to Frank Sarah Volley before Mark Spector on a Thursday. Before we get to that, let's welcome in our uh, Thursday co-host, Ladislav Schmid. Morning, Laddie. Good morning. Uh, what, are you okay right. or what? Get knocked in the melon with the mic or what? Yeah, just rattled. Roads are bad. <laughs> <The> ro- <laughs> yeah, let's not get into the traffic, please, here. Because oh. all the, I don't want to call those people names, but they're all on the road. It's like, wow, it's December, a little bit of snow, a little bit of freezing rain, and oh my God, end of the world. Like, come on, people. It's the same stuff every year. All right, time now for a headliner of the day. Brought to you by Mr. Reuter. They are sports fans like all of our listeners and are pumped that Sports Talk Radio is back for all your plumbing needs. Go to mrreuter.ca as we welcome in Frank Saravalli at 8 o'clock. Frank, good morning. Uh, Any bad roads that you have to be concerned with, like Laddie? No, I was actually laughing. uh, So I was in the car today, and it's, it's flurrying here. It's the first time we've had flurries in, like, a year and there's a you know the big billboards as you're driving on the road it says winter weather conditions and i was thinking <laughs> the road is completely dry like i wonder what they would think of this sign in edmonton well you know frank um you do about 87,000 podcasts and things like that but laddie wants to start one about winter road driving and driving conditions in edmonton you could be riding shotgun like with him get a sponsor for that well you and laddie could be doing another podcast and swearing would be allowed <laughs> that's the must oh uh, well i mean if you're talking about driving there it's a re- it's a requisite yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh well so you must be on the go frank you had to come on a little bit early today you got uh are you heading out somewhere or what no just just some errands and okay. stuff going on so um, yeah, I appreciate the swap. No, no, no worries. Uh, you know, hey, Patrick Kane makes his debut tonight for the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. Yes. Should be pretty exciting. I mean, I think the bar is, is pretty high for Patrick Kane and his career and all that he's accomplished. Still a little bit jarring to see him in a Red Wings uniform. I know he had already moved on and played for the Rangers, but now as he ticks off yet another original six franchise on his list, um, I fully expect with his rehab to be at the not quite at the level he was before, but he's telling people this is the best that he's felt in five to eight years. And so if that is the case, you don't lose those hands, you don't lose that vision, he could be a pretty scary thought for the rest of the Eastern Conference. Having said that, Laddie, it takes some time to get back, doesn't it? For sure. Yeah, getting your touches, getting your timing, you know, it's one thing to do all, all that stuff in the practice and like, you know, kind of like the, the skill just with the, with, the, with the coaches. The other thing is just getting into the game and, and the rhythm. But I'm, I'm on board with you, Frank. It's, if he feels good, like the, the vision, the hands, the patience, all that stuff that made him great before – that's going to be there you know like if he can move i have no concerns and i'm i'm very pumped for him to be back in the nhl you know guys like that are hard to find is he slotted in right with the brinket right off the hop frank yeah i think the expectation was with the brinket and potentially dylan larkin as their center which would be <laughs> 
pretty pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's a scary. It's a scary line. Not bad. Scary line. Um, what do you make? What's going on in Pittsburgh, Frank? With this power play, the Pens, I think, at an 0 for 34 pace right now. One for 40 in the last uh, uh, the last uh, power play opportunities. What's going on there? Been 25 calendar days since they've scored a power play goal. I mean. You would think with three surefire Hall of Famers, potentially four on the same unit, depending on what you think of Chris Letang and whether or not he makes the criteria for the Hall. I mean, it's a pr- it's it, you thought that it was a daunting unit, and then when you look at really the way that this season has unfolded and Eric Carlson and how it, I don't want to say it's been a poor fit, but certainly from a power play perspective. I'd have to think if you're Chris Letang and you've been on that unit for the last mm-hmm. 17 years and all of a sudden you wake up this season and you can say all the right things that, you know, you're happy that Eric Carlson's there, you just want the team to win and, and blah, blah, blah. There had to be part of him deep down that was like, I've been a 60 to 70 point defenseman in this league for a long time. What do you mean we're not getting it done mm-hmm. on the power play? Why do we, why am I the guy that's the odd man out? And <laughs> He's not going to say that. Not many people are going to say it publicly, but I'd have to think that the rest of the locker room is going, oh, this is interesting. How is this all going to work? The the same three guys have mostly been together for two decades. So we broke down the power play earlier this week on on, uh, Daily Faceoff Live with John Goyens on the coaches room. And, Laddie, I was shocked to look at the video and see how frustrated their vets are taking shots from the perimeter, not taking their time on one-timers and different opportunities close to the net. It's been pretty surprising to watch. Well, I think it's in their heads right now, right? Like uh, it's going to take it's going to take that one, two, three goals to get it rolling, but mm-hmm. when that's going to happen. But I'm 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 with you on this one. Like it's interesting. Like everybody thought like I don't want to take anything away from Eric Carlson. He's a great, you know, great uh, offensive defenseman. He yeah. can run any power play. But sometimes even like the greatest of the greatest are not the right fit for certain power plays. Yeah, and the chemistry. The chemistry, right? Like, I'm, I'm like, Latang is kind of sometimes forced. there's not enough oxygen. Like, yeah. there's not enough to go around for everyone to get their touches and to feel good. I- exactly, right? And and with Latang, man, like, he has been such a good, mm-hmm. like almost I'd say underrated defenseman in the NHL. Nobody like really talks about him that much, but he has been so consistent and really really good on that power play. And they they had some chemistry, and yeah, they thought like last year, the, the, the couple of years, they have been like kind of not going nowhere with the power play, but it still was decent power play, and now they're where they are with the power play, maybe it's time to go back, maybe even like simplify things, go mm-hmm. go back to the roots, what made them great before, you know, because like you said, it's getting very frustrating, you know, like people can watch from, the, people watching from the outside, they can tell they're frustrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, 810, yeah, and, I, sorry, go ahead, Frank. No, I was just going to say, yeah. like, I, I understand the idea yeah. of adding a multi-time NARS Trophy defenseman to your lineup. Mm-hmm. But I couldn't help but watch the Penguins and watch how they've played and say, 
you know what? They need another offensive dynamo on their back end. It just, it was never really, to me, the big thing that was missing. Mm-hmm. I think they needed help on their back end defending. And Carlson, we know that's his weak spot. If you're going to add someone and pay a pretty significant price in terms of, it's not so much assets, but the cap space that you're allocating and the term to Eric Carlson, big bet for Kyle Dubas to make in August. 810 in Edmonton, Kevin Carey show with co-host Ladislav Schmid and Frank Saravalli is our headliner of the day for Mr. Reuter. Last night, Frank, I was in the uh, press box and while most of the other media were surrounding the cookie tray after the first intermission, I went down and talked to my buddy Cam Tate and then a little further down the line, Ken Holland was speaking with Philip Broberg. They had about a five-minute conversation. I stayed kind of out of the way, but it was a cordial conversation, ended with a handshake. Um, I would expect that Philip Broberg will be getting sent to Bakersfield here in the next little bit. Uh, what do you make of the whole situation that went down this week with the agent, etc.? cetera, uh, yada, 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 Frank? Well, I think it was probably unnecessarily dramatic um, in terms of sort of back and forth that went on and you know we won't sift through you know the the finite or minute details of it but the the fact is philip broberg is frustrated i think there's a crisis of confidence with his game and rightfully so like to be fair when you're a healthy scratch for what feels like 60 percent of the games when you get in one i'd have to imagine that the first thing you're thinking is, oh, man, I better not make a mistake. Yep. And then he makes a mistake, and you can feel and see his game fall apart. And that part is tough to watch because I think there's a really talented defenseman in there somewhere that needs a lot of runway, some time and opportunity to have that come out. The unfortunate part is, for the Oilers, they're not in that mode right now. Every game matters. Every night matters. And they've got work to do to get back into this race, and they don't have the runway to say, you know what, Philip Roberg, go ahead and play 40 straight games. doesn't matter what you do. We can live with it, and we trust you, and we appreciate you, and, and let's get this rolling. It's not as easy as that with where Edmonton is, is positioned, and it's created this situation that for Broberg is kind of untenable, and he wants a chance elsewhere. Laddie, what's your take? I think the Oilers drop a ball on him a little bit, but not just recently. Okay. I, it goes way back. And But again, I'm on board with, with Frank. Right now, Oilers are in a spot where, every, like he said, every game matters, so they cannot afford to test it out, give him a chance. But like, I've been in his shoes, mm-hmm. and like you said, like you're going into the games, you don't know how many games you're going to get. And like, if, if in your head, your, your, your mindset is, oh, I cannot make any mistakes, you're likely going to make mistakes. And then, like you said, the game goes sideways, you fall apart. And, you know, I, I, I can imagine, at, at least from my experience, he's got zero confidence. Mm-hmm. And like, what is he, 22 years old? 22, yeah. Like, he needs the reps. He needs to play games. The right thing for him is to go down and play big minutes. I don't know what the long-term plan is, if they're planning still 
you know, give him a chance down the road or trade him, but you need to play him and, you know, get his confidence back and at least get the value, some kind of value back. But in my opinion, they dropped the ball a little bit yeah. way before of all of this. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens today, but I would expect to move soon. Frank, anything else cooking on your end that you wanted to kind of discuss as we head into the weekend here with a, a full slate of uh, games coming up? No, it's a busy week with the Board of Governors meeting. Mm-hmm. Um, we might have lost Frank. Did we lose you, Frank? Arizona. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. We might have lost Frank. We'll try to get Frank back for one. Uh, Laddie was just saying he was talking about Arizona, six wins in a row. Yeah. But more importantly, they got the land in the desert maybe. Okay, is is, is this, this it? <laughs> is this it? Or <laughs> there's some, some going to be some kind of voting in a community and it's going to be like, oh, no, we don't want the ring. I think where the land is is a little far away from voting. How's that oh, sound? Is it? But uh, I don't think it's Glendale. I, I, I don't exactly know where the land is. Me, <laughs> maybe Frank does. Do, do, We'll try to get Frank back here just on that. But Please find Frank. You know, I saw a picture of just, it was just, it looked like a scene from Goodfellas, you know, <laughs> or Casino from the desert, you know. It's the middle like, of nowhere. Gonna, there, there could be a few bodies out there. <laughs> <laughs> I just hope it's going to work out. Like, it looks like they're on the right right okay. path, they hockey-wise. Are, I, okay. Right now, in my estimation, the Coyotes in the last Two weeks, 10, 12 days are how Anaheim was. They're sneaking really, up on people. Really? They're going, really oh, okay, we got Arizona here. I st- yeah, I, yeah. You know, I, I we still got Anaheim here. They're going to cool off. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you could cut Frank. I mean, he's, he's got things to do. But do you think that that's what I see? You go, but they beat the five Stanley Cup champs in a row. Man, like they're, they're playing good hockey. Yeah, they, yeah. they get a young core. They're, they're pretty fun to watch. I, I watch a few of their games. Like, But yeah, like I'm. Let's not let's yeah. <laughs> chikai let's, chikai. Yeah, yeah, but but they're playing well. Yeah, I, I think I think they. I, I'm thinking more for the boys there in mm-hmm. the locker room. They do they do deserve a new ring. <laughs> you know, there's some some good talent there. Like this is ridi- this is getting really ridiculous. Exactly. Yeah. Mullet arena. Thanks to yeah. Frank for hopping on a little bit early, and thanks to Spec for switching around uh, with Frank. So that's a power uh, move by Frank, by the way. Hey, and and <laughs> we'll Spec took it. Hey, maybe he's just gonna take it for the rest of the year. No, I love it. But don't you know when you bat second in the lineup? You know if you know second. <laughs> It's always better because you know that's that's where you want a bat second. Yeah, but but Frank just came in and is like, "Hey, Spec, beat it," and he took it. <laughs> we'll see what we'll see what Spec yeah. says here. Uh, that's the headliner of the day, brought to you by Mister Rooter. There's a reason they call him Mister. For all your plumbing needs, go to MisterRooter.ca. When we come back, number two, <laughs> <laughs> number two, Mark Spector, and I'm the Kevin Carey Show with co-host Ladislav Speed on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Time now for On the Mark, powered by Booster Juice. Visit a location today to refuel, refresh, and re-energize or download the new Booster Juice Rewards app to earn, order, and enjoy as we welcome in Mark Spector to the program, Kevin Carius, Ladislav Schmid, and Speck. Who were you on the were, were you on the horn with Frank? Like I just I just picture like two GMs in the war room discussing. Spec, can you do eight twenty today? I need to go on at eight. Hey, how how does that work, Spec? No, I think I got a text from Brandon asking oh. me last night if I could do it, and I just texted back one word, "Yep." Oh man, <laughs> it wasn't that complicated, man. I'm here to tell you. Well, Although I hear I hear Laddie's giving it to me here. Is that what I'm hearing on the radio? 
I'm not giving it to you. I was just like, <laughs> I was just wondering, like, why would you? Oh, yeah. Well, well, did did Frank pull a rank on you, or like, what 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 happened here? I I, I don't get it. You know, like, this is your spot. You know, trying, I was. Ex- we're trying to build a team here at 1448. See, laddie. That means you got to have good teammates if you're going to have a team, right? Yeah, so but you can. Yeah, but but you cannot let other teammates walk all over you, you know. Yeah. You know, like you have been here for a while. Too. I agree with you, Spec. Just like you, you know, know, being a team guy. I'm a team guy. Listen, I don't know if Frank's got a flight to catch or something, but the time's <laughs> going to come when I'm going to have something like that, and I'm going to Frank's going to say, "Hey, I'll I'll cover Spec." You know, back in the day when you were a player, they said you were a pretty good team guy, laddie. But now I'm starting to wonder. <laughs> yeah, but at a certain point, you know, like you can, you know, you can be a still team team guy, but you have to have respect for others. And I wonder if Frank's got respect for you. Then. <laughs> oh. I was really, I, I, I was rushing in. I was coming in hot, and I'm like, oh my god, like my my. My my morning's gonna get going with with spec, and all of a yeah, sudden know. it's Frank. You know, it's I could hear the disappointment in your voice when you had to talk to Frank yeah. first. Yeah. Like, oh, I yeah. hear that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think Frank was flying anywhere. He was just cozy in his house. You know, so. Yeah, I know. I kind of gathered that too. I'm wondering about that now. Uh, well, good thing last night's game. You know, they said was starting at seven thirty. Spec. That's oh. the puck drop time. They say. Well, they just say seven thirty, but puck drop was seven fifty two. Yeah. Uh, so everyone was in their seats, I guess, at least to see the start of the game because, some, <laughs> yeah. if, you know, there was a chance you might have missed it. Okay, so here's the, what I thought was a real, we always talk about you got a new coach, what's different, what are you seeing different? Uh, last night he starts his third line. Mm-hmm. I can't remember that going on around Edmonton for a long time. Yeah. Starts his third line, and yeah, they scored, which is, you know, unexpected and awesome for the Oilers. But the point is, and I've been beating this drum harder than anybody in this town, this is a coach who's engaging his bottom guys, his depth forwards. He's, he's believing in them. He's showing them some love. He's, what did Fogel say after the game? I thought it was a great quote. Fogel said, it's trust. He says he's given us some trust, and now we feel like we got to go out there and repay him for it. He's figuring out something in Edmonton that a bunch of coaches have failed on around here, guys is making the whole team feel like they're in on this thing, not just the superstars. Mm-hmm. I uh, Yeah, so I, I took uh, Blake uh, Fiddler from the Oil Kings to the game yesterday, and this was a conversation we had during the game. He, okay. he was expressing, like, it feels totally different when you play on the team where you feel the trust of the coach. Mm-hmm. You know, like, he feels like he cannot... You know, first of all, he he feels like he needs to repay that a coach. Like he'll do anything out there. But yeah. the confidence factor, right? Like you go out there, and, oh my god, the, the coach. Like I don't have to worry what's gonna happen if I'm gonna screw up. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you said, like that's a big thing. We need those depth guys. We need a third and fourth line. And the way the 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 third line started the game, it set the it set the tone right over the bat. Like big goal of the forecheck turnover. I loved it, and and I like I like the quote from Fogel too, mm-hmm. you know, and and hopefully they can build on on that because on top of that because you know let's be honest in the playoffs you need four lines you're not gonna win. 
playoff series or Stanley Cup with just one or two lines. It's just yep. way too hard. Uh, you know, the other thing too, Spec, is when when Fogel scored on the breakaway, and he's had so many breakaways, but I always said he's coming in at Mach 90 speed. He did yesterday he too. Did, he did, but he found a way to punch it in, and he did a different kind of move yesterday. Went to his forehand. A lot of times he's going to his back. I thought he's going to hit the goalie too if he wouldn't go in. Yep. Like He was going like with some serious yeah. speed, but he, good he, for him. He muscled it in, Spec, but after that goal... You, the Oilers, instead of going, this is this could be point night. Hey, let's let's just it's jailbreak, gang break every time. They sort of buckle down and were responsive defensively as well. I thought that yeah. was key. A couple games here, right? Like I looked to the Anaheim game. It was I think the Oilers were down two one and one eight two. It wasn't eight five, right? It was eight two. They they got an early lead last night. You know they're up four nothing before fifteen minute mark, and they. Don't win 6-4, right? It doesn't run away at the end with a bunch of goals like we've seen forever because everybody's cheating and everyone's looking mm-hmm. for points. So that's a huge difference. Like six, the one last night, for anyone who's watched the Oilers, the one is more important than the six. We know they get yeah. the six. They get the six all the time. But they don't stop them at yeah. one very often. And if this team's ever going to win, if they're going to get over the hump, those are the two things they got to get you know they got to figure out their depth players because they've certainly got the superstars figured out, and their top six is as good as there is in the league. Mm-hmm. And they got to keep pucks out of the net. This isn't a secret, but we're starting to see that now, and that's a good sign. Uh, as well as the Oilers played, Carolina stunk the joint out too, and yeah. we, all, we all got a good chuckle of what Rod Brindamore said last night in the press box, didn't we? <laughs> he says we're going to get beat fifty to nothing here. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, I was happy for Skinner too. You know, he was he was there where he needed mm-hmm. when he needed to be. You know, too bad he didn't get the shutout, but still one goal. You know, he was good. I I also really enjoyed Eggholm yesterday yeah. and just solid and again underrated his underrated skill sneaking the back door, yes. making the play, jumping by. And again, I I was so happy to to have Blake with me yesterday because I was like, oh, watch for Slavin, you know, these guys. Unfortunately, the decor from the Carolina didn't have the best night. So I'm like, you know what? Watch Eggholm. He makes simple plays every single time. But then he sees that one opportunity, like on that goal. Mm -hmm. Boom, he's right there. Backdoor play by, you know, one and only. Yeah. But he's there. He reads the play well. And, you know, it doesn't get talk about that much but he sees these openings and he's there he he can create chances and on the defensive side you know i think he feels better now he's healthy again he's a presence on on the defense uh, you know that's what a great pickup by the oilers mm-hmm. last year well i think too uh, underrated or underreported when they weren't playing well was the fact that echo wasn't playing well he yeah. has you know he took a hip injury into the season he missed the whole camp Mm-hmm. And he wasn't very good. Yeah. And you know what? When one of your best players isn't very good, it leaves a it makes a mark, man. And and yeah. now you see what they look like defensively with Peak Ekholm. Yeah. And everybody's better. And you realize, oh boy, you know what? They they can play defense. They have a defensive posture. They do play in their own zone like you're you're supposed to play. But you need your you know you need all your guys, but you particularly need your best guys. And when it comes to keeping pucks out of the net in Edmonton, 
Ekholm's really, really important. He's going to play hurt. There's going to be some goals going in. Um, is it fair to say that he is like the captain of the defense, I'd say? Like, I know there's Nurse. You know, he's been here for a while. But I feel like Ekholm sets the tone. And I think a lot of guys look up so. to him. Yeah. That could be kind of the way we all look up to Kev, eh? <laughs> exactly. Set the tone. Set yeah, the tone. You, you set the tone on the radio, well, man. Uh, hey, how about <laughs> a guy I lo- And again, ever since he came back in the lineup, penalty kill again, two for two last night. Matthias Janmark, three assists. Three assists. Block shot on the one on the four. Yeah. That's, that's a good assist. I mean, that's a great assist. Yeah. But he's been great on the PK. And you need those guys. He's you, been great. You, you need those guys too, man. And like I said, it's... <laughs> You know, fighting for a playoffs. Yeah. I'm confident we will make a playoffs. I'm going to knock on something. But like I said, I say it again, you need four lines, six defensemen. Well, and guys like Janmark, like they sign him in the summer and people go big deal. Like he doesn't mm-hmm. get any, very many points and he's not in any way flashy. And why does a team, some team, generally a good one, sign Janmark every year? Because he's coaches trust him, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. He's the guy the coach trusts, and he's the guy that helps you win. And the teams that win have guys like Yanmark on them, and so fans <laughs> are lining up at his table at West Edmonton Mall on Autograph Day so much. Who cares? Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. He helps you win. Yeah. Stu Skinner again last night. So in this five-game winning streak, Stu Skinner has a 1.57 goals against average and a 9.43 save percentage. Last night he was so steady, and there was a couple times, even when it was two nothing, Leon gave a puck away. It wasn't a high high danger chance, but Skinner came up with some saves. He came up with the timely timely saves. And let's be honest, Carolina, we said they weren't great. There were some times I can't remember whose stick exploded on the second period power play there. That would yeah. be, that was probably in, right? That would be probably in, yeah. 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 So I mean, there was some, you know, they had some help as well. But he was calm, yeah, and it just gave you that confidence, right? Like you, you're able to make plays if you if you feel the calmness behind you. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 I think he's been really, really good last, you know, like on the hot streak, yeah, for the last five games. Uh, well. It's Go funny ahead. too, like we not, you know. First of all, goalies are voodoo, right? Who knows what's going on with goalies? <laughs> but, but it sure does show you that you thought you had a read on Skinner. The whole hockey world was like, "Oh my God, Evans' goaltending's no good. It's not good enough. They can't win. Skinner's not good enough." Blah blah blah. And then the team starts playing proper defensive hockey, right? And they start to actually attend to their own zone and not give up seven or eight gray days a night. And now you're looking at your goalie and going, geez, this guy's a pretty good goalie. And pucks are sticking to him. Like, when he can see the first shot, and it's not a, you know, from one foot away, he's handling his rebounds. I thought last night he left nothing lying around. The only and thing, of, yeah. You wonder, you go, maybe it's, you know, it's, it's, you never know how much of it is the guy in net and how much of it is the team in front of him. That's what I'm trying to say. You know, almost everything is firing right now. And wouldn't it have been nice to see Connor Brown score in the third period there? He had that one off the crossbar. Yeah. That would have been. Could have used that one. Yeah. Could have used that one for sure. What are you looking at your watch for, Laddie? Laddie, you know what? Laddie would know about <laughs> long stretches of games without scoring goals. We should oh, have yeah. Connor Brown. <laughs> <laughs> it's different when you're, when you're on, on top two lines or whatever than when you're just plugging away as a, as a defenseman. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> this is solid. 
we should get him on the show next week I can talk to him <laughs> <laughs> don't get don't get too down on yourself you're good enough well, we just could... talk to talk to the mirror you're good enough you're worth it uh, that's from Saturday Night Live yeah yeah Oh, man, laddie, he's on fire today. Uh, well, Spec, uh, so you're heading down. I think it's sort of a no, no skate this morning for the Oilers, right? No, they're just having a meeting today. I think the coach has given them a day off the ice after, you know, they had three solid practice days, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, played a game Wednesday. So, yeah, I think it works. Uh, day off the ice, guys will have a little workout, have a little meeting, and uh, what do they get? Uh, Minnesota Monday night, right? Or Friday night, I should say. Friday night, Minnesota, and Minnesota's in Vancouver tonight, so that's a tough back to back. Minnesota looks much better. Yeah, no, like, they do. They're a good team coming in, and I'll tell you who's got a tough game in their hands tonight is the Calgary Flames <laughs> because I Carolina. heard I heard Rod giving it to his team a little bit after the game last night. There was a loud voice coming out of that room. I suspect it was his. And uh, Carolina will be a very focused hockey team tonight. He he called out the top players. Yeah. He called them like yeah. directly. Like I need more out of the top players, which is Please fair say. after a game like that. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Carolina is way too good to you know play like that, like like they did last night. Uh, way yeah. too good. But yeah, Minnesota man, like I I've watched them. They're they're turning things around there. Mm-hmm. So Oilers Oilers better be ready. All right, Spec. Thanks, big guy. Enjoy. All right, boys. Uh, enjoy it, and we'll talk to you tomorrow morning. But if uh, I ever what? get my eight o'clock slot yeah. back, I'll, I'll talk to you then. Yeah, always a pleasure. I think Spec. you might be ten forty tomorrow, Spec. Ten forty. How's that sound? <laughs> no, I need I need Spec. Well, on, on, any other day, I don't care. On Thursdays, please slot him back. Yeah, I like my routine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, boys. Thanks, Spec. Uh, that's on the mark. Energized by Booster Juice. Get the boost you need at. Booster Juice. Uh, when we come back, we'll have some open text time. Give us a shout if you so choose. one 401 1440 Jason Greger's month of giving continues. Uh, our golf package went for, I believe, was it 2400 Duke? I missed the final mark. I, I think know it was it, uh, tw- by the time we wrapped up on Fantasy Frenzy, we got one more bid coming there. It was up to about 1250 at okay. that point. And then I think that uh, it didn't take long on Gregor's show for a few more guys to come in. You're a sought-after commodity, Kev. Golf package, $2,400. Yeah, I don't play golf. I know you don't, but... It, but you will be eating steak. You're, we're going to have our ours next... Where is it at? Chop. Oh, chop, yeah. yeah so, yeah, next, uh, we'll talk about it next Thursday. Okay. That's the day it gets auctioned off, I believe. So, okay. Sounds good. And big e- steak, steak, big steak. I, I'm a big steak guy. Oh, yeah? That's my favorite. Yeah. What, what cut? Oh, filet mignon. Wow. Yeah, I did. Thank you. What? Yeah, high class. Sorry. <laughs> Not all of us played in the NHL for. Uh, you know, oh 10 years. my god! Yeah. Some of us yeah. gonna settle for some. Uh, some so if more, I would say some more mid range. Yeah. So if I would say ribeye, I would say, oh, great job, girl. because I say filet mignon. No. Yeah. Nice, I, I just uh, don't like to cut off the the fat and stuff. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't know. A nice uh, a nice minute steak. Yeah. What are we going for, Duke? Yeah, the inside round. A nice eye round. A nice uh, Salisbury steak. Oh, actually, actually pounded out. <laughs> so my, my mom texted me like we are going to check next Saturday. Yeah. It's like what like what meals do you want? So I sent her a list of like twenty meals that she has to make in in fourteen days. And but the meal that's like the shot after the most beef tartare. My dad's oh. beef tartare. My wife is like I need beef tartare. I'm like just just relax. No beef tartare is 
a must. And is that the one, are you going to have the egg in it too? Oh yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm going to send the picture to you okay, good, from yeah. Czech. Yeah, that's good. From my mom's little kitchen. Looking forward to that. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a little open text time and open line if you again if you want to give us a ring one eight three three four zero one fourteen forty. Kevin Carey Show with co-host Ladislav Schmid on Sports 1440. Stay with us. All right, welcome back to the big program. Kevin Carey, Ladislav Schmid on Sports 1440. want to mention that uh, this Saturday is Star Wars Night, presented by Sports 1440, as the Edmonton Oil Kings take on the Medicine Hat Tigers. Lad, are you going to be down there or... or or what? Uh, is it a tough day I, in the Schmied household? I don't think, uh, no, yeah. I, I can't. I'm going to be watching at home. My okay. my son's got two games and yeah. my wife is going to Calgary to as a friend. Okay. So I'm f- on full on full babysitting. Dad, yeah. Yeah, uh, full so join in all the celebration of all things Star Wars fans can come and interact with like a dozen Star Wars characters on Chewbacca's going to be there. Chewbie, oh, of course she'll be there. Oh, yeah. Princess Leia. Can't comment she's, on that. Of course, she's going to be there. Well, she better be. Well, yeah. Why would you mention Princess Leia? Wow. She's one of the main Carrie, characters. Carrie Fisher. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, do you want me to marry, marry or uh, uh, mention uh, not Mary. Uh, Natalie Portman? <laughs> Is she also going to be there? Oh, yeah. I only go back to the Carrie Fisher Why not, days. Eh? Yes, Natalie hey. Portman's one of them. She was the. Uh, she was she's, Darth Vader's. Hey. All right, mom I'm, or wife. Let's just talk about the first ever Star Wars one. Okay, so you're a big it. fan of hers. A New Hope. No, Carrie Fisher. Yeah, yeah. Well, back in the day, everyone was. Oh, you know, uh-huh. Mark Harmon, Harrison Ford, Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill. I just, oh, I yeah, just, Mark Hamill. <laughs> I just watched the last Indiana Jones oh, Harrison, really? with Harrison Ford. Is he like eighty? Oh yeah, he's very. Yeah. You know what? There's he's in a, this new series right now. What's it called? Uh, oh. The Yellowstone spinoff. No, of the Yellowstone no, no. Or no. Yeah, well, he's in yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he's in another one where he's a psychiatrist. It's really yeah. good. I can't remember the name of it, but it's really. What is good. it on? Do you know? Uh, like one of Netflix or Prime, Netflix. whatever. Okay, I'll, I'll get you that one. Someone's going to send it in anyway. Uh, but anyway, join members of the Sports 1440 team. Team, laddie, team. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> be in section 122. Uh, one lucky fan and a guest will be selected from that section and go down to a private tour of the room, the dressing room, Oil King's oh, yes. dressing room, uh, as well as the Hall of Fame room. Oh, nice. So if you're in that, yeah, I mean, Gregor is going to be there because he's taking his whole team, I think. Tickets are $20 <laughs> in advance, uh, available uh, on uh, oilkings.ca or Ticketmaster. So again, that's... Uh, Tigers and Oil Kings. And I think we're going to have the Radman on again tomorrow. Is that correct? Tomorrow, yeah. yeah. Kev's going to be back on with us tomorrow. Is he back again? Back again. He's yeah. making more appearances. Mike, Mike just you be over the phone tomorrow, though, because he's uh, got tied up with a lot of stuff leading okay. into the big game on Saturdays. And my buddy, uh, Sean from the ranch, who I just greased yesterday to calling him alligator arms and everything, because he's part of this golf package. Where is he? He's the uh, head pro at the okay. ranch. Anyway. He just texted in. The show's called Shrinking with Shrinking. Har- Harrison Ford. Okay, Shrinking. Yeah. Shrinking. Very good show. Okay. Anyway, so did you watch, did you indicate like the very first Star Wars or are you just watching all these later ones? I don't watch, well, I watch some of the, uh, the old ones. I There's so many new shows, movies, shows, like I, I get yeah. lost. Like I, I gave up on, it's too much. Hmm. I like when when they were coming out like once in in like two three years the one big movie like, yeah I could follow that but now it's like almost every there's every a six new series every series every, yeah every like, season of the new series it is it is a lot it's a lot it is, it is a lot and and I I have friends who follow it mm-hmm. religiously 
but I'm like, I'm sorry, I have three kids. Yeah, I have, you know, life out of, uh, outside of TV. So, but the kids love this stuff, right? But they're too young. Too well, young? I, I'm trying to get them okay. into Star Wars. I think they would enjoy it, but mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> this is weird to say, but my my kids, my twins, they like kind of horror movies, <laughs> and <laughs> I what, felt like as Freddy? a father. Yeah, Friday my, yeah. So yeah, so my my son's Halloween costume was uh, Jason one year. <laughs> one year, oh, no. yeah, I failed as a father, I guess. So, yeah, they like to be scared. So, but a lot of kids enjoy the Star Wars things, yeah. and they, this game is very well attended because the the kids get to interact with these people that are dressed up. Honestly, like all kings are doing such a good oh, job, like attracting families you know like doing stuff like star wars but like family mm-hmm. days you know every sunday it's uh yeah the red man red man's doing a good job yeah the, yeah the whole crew does so, so. tons of texts uh rick kevin uh the show's called shrinking it's on apple tv apple tv apple tv yeah. so and you know getting back to like star wars and I, I thought about this uh when we were just reading battlestar galactica that was another show uh have you have you done the uh alzheimer's tournament yet no. Okay, you'll probably do it in the next bit. I was in it uh, about 10 years ago, maybe more, 15 years ago. One of the celebrities, whatever, was the main character from Battlestar Galactica. Okay. I can't remember his name. But you know how when you do these events, they set tables up for you guys and you do autographs and everyone comes up. This guy from Battlestar Galactica had the most out of anyone with all, like, I mean, heavy-duty NHL players. Um, you know, alumni, mm-hmm. Th- like guys that had no one signing, but yeah. this guy had a hundred people in line, hundred kids in line. <laughs> people follow it. Like, well, like the, these shows, these shows have like, it's like a religion for some people. Mm-hmm. Like those Star Wars event. Oh, like it, it's crazy. It, it's, it's, it's like thousands of people and they, they all dress up too. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. Thank you very much, Duke, for the catch. iMac is also Mark Harmon laugh my AO off or whatever. Mark Hamill was the guy, not Mark Harmon. Okay. But um, Mark Harmon, pretty good actor too. Yeah. All the N- NCIS. Yeah. Well, that What's was this person texted NCIS Death Star question mark. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> you said Mark Harmon. <laughs> uh, uh, and we were talking about Piercy and his alligator arms out at, the, out at the ranch. And again, thanks to whoever bought that $2,400 yesterday. If you want to get money from Piercy, play poker with him. So, uh, there you go. And I've taken a, shots or what? Poor pool, uh, not a very good pool player, poor poker player, but a good golfer. <laughs> Hopefully, he's is he listening? Oh, I have. Yeah, he's listening. He is, yeah, yeah, he listens every day. I like so, um, taking what, shots. In what else did you take away from yesterday's game? I mean, I know you had, like you say, you had uh, uh, Blake Fiddler with you, and yep. so when you have a guy like that, so you're sitting together and you're saying, "Watch this, watch that," or how? how like, what are you doing? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, watch certain players certain place yeah i the, the one big thing is how like at the nhl level like the good players are able to like when they make mistake they just move on right like they don't dwell on it they you can use them right next shift yeah. like younger players they think about mistakes too much and it's it's okay mm-hmm. but there is a time and place for that after the game you can watch it on a video or whatever mm-hmm. you want to do but like during a game you should be able to kind of like park it and move on yeah. and not dwell on it because that that stuff doesn't help you. But at the NHL level, the good players, 
they have so much confidence. You know, they make a mistake and what whatever. The the next play, they're out there with the puck and they're they're trying to do yeah their their stuff. So you know, just give him some little bit of insights or you know talking about my experience, how it was in the NHL, how it how it is making the NHL mm-hmm. or or playing junior. So conversely, if you make a really good play, do you kind of park that too and say let's stay even? Never too high, never too low. Yeah. That's and like. I didn't understand it at first when I broke into the NHL, but mm-hmm. it's just like with the Oilers fans. Yeah. They were super low and now they're super high. Yeah. I don't like to be super high right now. You know, there might be streak again that they might mm-hmm. lose one or two games, but happy medium. And that's that goes for hockey too. You know, yeah. it's, yeah. Like if you're like, you're never as good as you think you are and you're never as bad, bad as you think yeah. you are you know yeah. there's always like even after you even if you have the worst game you still usually do some decent stuff you make some plays and if you have a really good game in your head mm-hmm. you still made some mistakes Philip Broberg we touched on him a yeah. little bit with Frank if Philip Broberg were sitting in here or maybe you were just sitting with Philip and you're sitting in the stands maybe you're watching a game or whatever what advice, what would you say to him? Because this is a situation that, as you said, you had to deal with as a young player. What would you say? What kind of advice would you give to a young player like Philip Broberg, just 22 years old? Whew, that's a tough one. Yeah. There's so Sorry. many things. But um, there's things out of his control, right? He cannot control if he's going to be put in a put in a lineup or not. Mm-hmm. So at, at this point... F- I know it's team sport, but f- solely focus on yourself. He's he's proven he's a good player. He's still young. Right now, if he's going to get sent down, view it as an opportunity. Go down there, show show everybody you're an NHL caliber player. Get the reps, get the minutes. Don't think too much ahead and just enjoy the moment. Enjoy playing again. Because let's be honest, just practicing and getting back skate, it's awful. Yeah. Like... You are you're a, you're a hockey player. You became a hockey player because you wanted to play games, right? Mm-hmm. Right now, it's not happening at the NHL level, and you never know what's going to happen. Injury, you might get traded, but you have to be ready. But don't beat yourself. I know it's easy to say, don't beat yourself because uh, you're not playing. You probably, you know, I when I was in that position, I thought, well, maybe I'm not good enough to be in. He is good enough. Yeah. You know, he just needs the confidence and he needs the regular shifts. He needs the regular games. And it's unfortunately, it's th- that's the situation mm-hmm. and that's out of his control. Team's going well right now. Team's going well. They don't have room to experiment. The the It looks like the D pairs are clicking. It is what it is. But you never know what's going to happen in a couple of weeks, in a month. He might be in totally different city, in different situation, but he has to be ready to grab that opportunity. So go down to Bakersfield, play 24, 25 minutes a game, play power play, yeah, play PK. All the important situations, right? Like, Oilers drafted him for a reason yeah. that high. Mm-hmm. It's it's in him. It's, it, he's still young. Like, he, let's not... <laughs> Forget the, the it's 20, guys, 22, yeah. It's very rare where when guys are like playing 25 minutes at the age of 22. Like the, mm-hmm. the D men are hitting, hitting the prime a little bit later. Yeah. 
Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, the ski report. The Duke's been working uh, feverishly, a feverish pitch. You should have seen him yesterday, laddie. He's sweating. He's nervous. Well, he is. He but doesn't last, have the ski report. He, he did the ski report yesterday in between, like in a break, and Schlemmer was in, David Schlemko. Yeah. yeah. And Schlemmer, Schlemmer goes, I thought that was live. <laughs> <laughs> I heard Duke was driving around the ski resorts, <laughs> covering covering uh, the whole Alberta and uh, parts of BC. That could be a gig for you here, Duke. You know, this is how you gotta expand the ski report on location. That's how you get the pass. All right, all right, Kev. As soon as I uh, tell you what, uh, next week. Well, uh, I'll take the week off and go for a little week long ski <laughs> No, I was trip. talking about weekends. And you can, uh, you can, you can, you can, uh, you can off and host uh, yeah. all morning. How's what that? do well, you mean to take a week off? Just do it on, actually, at night. Well, just yeah, just drive at night. Laddie's leaving um, next Saturday, right? Yeah. So, yeah. as uh, I think he should just come in each morning next week and just run the board while I'm out doing live on location ski reports. It's hey, an art. Thoughts? What you're doing is an art. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. wouldn't even. I, I I wouldn't feel comfortable. You're an artist. Hey, it's not rocket science. I'll before, is there a chance? I'm, you know what? I'm not going to ask this on here because I'm going to wait. But just in, just in case, is, is there you give me, in case you give me the old stink guy. So I'll is wait. there a chance of what? Just, well, just wait. Just wait. Uh, when we come back, uh, we'll uh, check in with uh, George Offman, and this is going to be an interesting conversation. Uh, don't really know where we're going to go with this, laddie, but this is a gentleman that he has a, a podcast and a book, and it's called Tell Me a Story I Don't Know, because the guy's been in the Chicago media industry for over 50 years. So you think about all the guys that he's covered, like Michael Jordan, you know, even in hockey, Chris Chelios, all the great Blackhawk teams, and, you know, Taves and Kane yeah. in the latter years, but going back to, you know, all the great Chicago Cubs and the White Sox and, you know, a great sports town. Yeah. Would you, where would you rank Chicago as a sports town when, uh, on your travels, I guess, going around the league? Well, one of my favorite cities. Okay. Yeah. Like, Chicago is awesome. Michigan Ave. Oh, it, it's, it's, it's got everything. Yeah. But as a sports town, it's got to be top two. Top top two like what else? I mean, F- Philly. Yeah. No, Philly is one of the no Chicago. Philly is uh, Chicago is also original six, yeah. right? Yeah, but so, I look. You know, you got two baseball teams. Two baseball you teams. Know. You had football, the Bulls, the greatest, one of the greatest the Bulls, teams ever. Jordan. You know, it's got it. Like Sixers had some great teams over the years too. But yes, Chicago's. Uh, I mean, the only reason you might put New York New in front York, of it is yeah. because of again because you got New the York, Mets, yeah. you got the Yankees, the Knicks, you got Rangers, Islanders, if you want to call them. the Nets. Then, yeah, it might be top actually. Top, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Uh, Time now for a Sports 1440 update brought to you by the Snow Valley Ski Club. It is now open for the season. Be sure to support your local ski and snowboard shop. Then get ready to ride the valley. Visit snowvalley.ca today. Here is the Duke.